0: Really beloved in Christ. Just want to think a little bit about the beautiful hymn that we just sang. Nice hymn, very lively, makes you feel really, really good about Easter. But it really does not do justice in that little verse about the women. It the women came out. It doesn't tell you in the song that the women came out, find a dead guy. And put spices on it. They did not believe in the resurrection that morning. And apparently, neither did anybody else. Good thing Jesus forgives us well, skepticism. We're going to talk a little bit this morning about the fact that Easter. For some people, it's about as satisfying as one of those chocolate bunnies you give to your kids. It tastes good, and it's satisfying for a moment. It gets all over your hands, and you find out it's hollow. It has no cold, no substance, it's empty. And then you got to pack up and save it for another day. Get on with your life. I feel really sorry, really bad for people who feel and act that way. They have missed the message of Easter. It has had no effect on their lives. They missed the message. You know, those people, some of them might be longtime church members that simply have never grasped the full message of Jesus' resurrection from the dead. He always... Someone who has always believed but never understood the depth of the meaning of the resurrection. When trouble comes, the message that he lives, he lives, who once was dead, sounds its and empty. Maybe you're one of those people, maybe someone sitting next to you, one of those people who has never grasped. The full message of Jesus. You might identify with Thomas in the gospel. You might have thought for yourself, oh, if I could shake hands with Jesus, I would really believe. You might hate to say it. But if you're filled with doubt, doubt that might be raised, blessed and based on reason or earthly experience or it might be based on the spirit. or combination we all know we all sitting here know that resurrection is not reasonable it isn't necessary it actually isn't necessary for me to believe in God for me to believe in the resurrection I don't need to do that I still believe in God See and touch Jesus as the pastor. Be able to believe and be supported his soul. You did he feel that Now, I want to talk about the apostles a little bit. Let me, there's an angel who came along and spoke to the apostles. Angels, of course, are God's messengers, so when you hear an angel, you are hearing the word of God. Let me paraphrase Acts 5.20 for a minute. I'm going to tell you to go and stand your ground. That's what the angel told the apostle. Go and stand your ground and tell the people the full message of the new life. The full message of the resurrection of Jesus that gives us comfort in our times of trouble. With joy and confidence in doubt. The ground on which we, the church, stand solid and certain—a rock—that is our foundation. And the name indicates Christian church, of course, is based on Christ. The gospels, well, are, are brutally honest about what and where the disciples were on that first Easter morning. First of all, only two women went out to the tomb. Now Jesus had at that point several hundred disciples, a minimum. Post disciples, I know, there were only twelve. Ah, uh, he had millions of post disciples, and yet only a few women went out to the tomb. And they didn't go out there expecting to find a risen Savior. They went out there with Spices and aloes and so on to wash and prepare a dead body. Jews had learned to embalm bodies from the Egyptians when they were see Egypt. And they still followed that kind of wrapping the body and in cloth and so on. They went out there to do that and wrapped with spices. Now, Jesus had told his disciples several times, at least three times, that he was. Look up in your own Bible and see. He said, I will rise from the dead. But they didn't believe or didn't understand that. Simple question. Let me me see if I can put this in today's thought. If we were having a drought, and I know we're having the opposite of one right now, but if we were having a drought, and Pastor Armstrong decided to gather the congregation and pray for rain, and we came to that service, would you bring your umbrella? Simple question. We're going to pray for rain, you bring your umbrella. Well, you are going to bury a your body to bring No. He wasn't proud of us. Just see, and many of the people who were Jesus' disciples and followers were there at the crucifixion. They saw him die on the cross. They saw that Roman soldier ram that spear into his side. point of that was he didn't even feel pain but death. I wonder if that Roman soldier realized or well, he didn't. Really think about this. He had just fulfilled a prophecy over a couple of thousand years old. When Moses directed the people about the Passover lamb. They said, John told them. Don't break the bones. Jesus is the ultimate Passover lamb. And the man on the ground with the special hammer is going to break the leg. And The soldier says, Don't bother. The man's already dead. The spirit. He fulfilled so the promise. God told the Now, If you went around telling people I've seen Jesus alive, they'd they'd have been laughing at you. Well, now Jesus comes and he appears to people, appears to Thomas and five hundred others, and notice that Jesus is very patient with his followers. He rebukes them for their doubts, but he is patient. He knows our human weakness. He sees how we are more impressed with ourselves than with the truth. Nevertheless, the power and grace of God is to Jesus is there for his church. He grants forgiveness to for the doubting and to every other sinner. Jesus is also there to teach them, preparing them to witness to the power and grace of God and to heaven. 120 disciples in Jerusalem are no longer fearful or doubtful. They are ready for action. They are ready to stand their ground. Plenty of action did indeed follow. Today's text, the disciples have been arrested and put in uh, for preaching the story of Jesus. And along comes an angel who took them out of the jail. Let's look at Acts 22. 522 like But arriving at the jail, the officers did not find them there, so they went back and reported. How many of you would like to go and report to your boss? Uh, I went and looked for the guys in jail, and they're not there anymore. And the first question the boss would ask, of course, is, well, were the doors locked? Oh, yeah, the doors are locked, the guards are still standing there the prisoners are gone. He's lucky he lucky because he did get fired right there on the spot. He found no one. On the hearing of the report, the captain of the temple guard and the chief priest were puzzled. Well, be with, I'm not surprised they a little puzzled. Must have stood there just standing there. I don't oh, know how they got out of jail, they got out, but, but they must have gone through the air vent or something. I don't know. some television. Darth and the priest. Everybody was stunned. The angel sent the apostles back to the temple. He didn't take them out of town. He didn't run away to New Jersey with them or something like that. He sent them right back to the temple. And he said, you go back to the temple... And stand your ground. Now they might have been arrested again, they might even have been killed, but they're there to stand their ground. They don't hide their light under a bushel. You all remember that song, right? I'm gonna hold it high, hold it high. My little light. Don't hide it under a bushel, no, I'm gonna hold it up. Anyway. The point is, Jesus is living, he's alive, that means he's with them and he's with you in fear and trouble and danger and guilt, everything is here to hold you up and sustain you. We're standing on the solid rock of the risen Christ, we the church today you need to be ready for action, to go and tell the name, the full message. I want to pause here for just a minute to talk about the full message, because it has become customary in our society to only tell the good parts of the message. We don't like to tell the hard part. We don't like to be called judgmental. But we are ordered by the angels to the apostles to tell the full message. Stand your ground. What happens when you stand down and tell? 3,000 people get outside. 3,000 people. All of a sudden, one day, there are 5,000 men in the church. Sorry, girls. They only counted the men. They only counted the men. Prison doesn't stop these disciples. They're right there out on the street again, teaching the full message of Jesus. The high priest demanded to know why are you filling Jerusalem with your preaching To making us guilty of this man's blood. Now, the disciples again had been told by the angel to stand firm or stand their ground. The message to speak steadfastly. Peter reminded the high priest, we must obey God rather than men. What he was informing that high priest of at that second was, You ain't the high priest anymore. You're not high and you're not the priest. Your day is done. It's over. Jesus is born. You're not the priest in the service of God anymore. Because from now on there is one priest. And one savior. And one message. For this life. The full message of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. is repentance. To full forgiveness and life. That's our message. A living message based on a living Lord. They were faced with Sadducees. Sadducees are a tough crowd to be faced with. You know, they didn't believe in anything supernatural. They didn't believe in the resurrection, not even in the last day. Some Jews believed in resurrection on the last day, but not Sadducees. They thought Jesus was over and done with, he died. Knew that all they knew all the new goals of the kingdom of Jesus. The reason he was trying to pick up on this message and did it because they were told and they had seen the living Lord Jesus and they knew that God had made their Lord Jesus their Savior. No name is to be he held in high honor. All of them are the gospel salvation for everyone who believes. Mended to uh, his Christian followers. when he said, Beloved brothers, be steadfast and immovable. Always abounding in the work of the Lord. Knowing that the Lord, in the Lord, your labor is not in vain. Remember those last words, not in vain. Solid teaching comes from the gospel of you. Preaching anything else is useless and hollow like that chocolate plum. Living your life or anything else is also hollow and empty. When it comes to faith in Jesus, stand your ground. Don't give an answer. you see an official back God for the persecution. Even if it was always for a little while. Because they feared what the people would do. How empty. How point. You. Ending off, by any going to you are nothing. But a poor belief in God. Jesus. God brings his people through difficult trials, even though the truth has the faith. And as scripture comes, if God begins in us, he will complete and bring to fullness and perfection through Jesus Christ. As Jesus is the author and finisher of the faith, he will do it for you. That is no hollow or deceptive or empty promise or philosophy. It's a solid promise of God.